Popecast Podcast. Thanks for joining me. This is Ian Pope, your dutiful host, coming to you live from the deck today. We're out of the automobile. We're back on the deck. And this is kind of the way it started, right? For several episodes now, I've been broadcasting from the car. It's the only place that you can get a quiet place to host a podcast when you're a father of three. So the car is what it's been. Today I'm taking a gamble on a sleeping baby inside to kind of try to record something for you. Not kind of. I actually am doing it. I'm not just trying. I'm succeeding. Right? This is succeeding. Anywho, I am excited that you're here. The Popecast podcast, as always, recorded in one take with no edits for better or worse. That being said, if the baby wakes up, the show's over. So... We'll see how it starts. We've got a lot of things to talk about today. First and foremost, I will tell you that the show is usually ramblings in from my notes. You know this, ramblings for better or worse is the motto of the show. So it's just kind of whatever happens, happens. So I was kind of torn as to whether or not I was going to go off a more scripted format, try to put together more of a type of a uh, formal presentation, but that's just not the style of the podcast. That's not what we've all come to know and expect and to love about the show. So I'll just ramble from my notes here. I will say that I recently um, put down some white landscaping rocks out in front of the house. Um, nice work. I've been got some out here in the back as well. I've been working on sprucing up the place a little bit. And I got a text from a friend after I posted a picture to my story about the landscaping rock and he messaged me right away and he said hey pope um just so you know the white landscaping rock is a symbol that swingers use to signal to their neighborhood that they are swingers and i didn't know that um i will say i think it's kind of a dick move of swingers to try to call dibs on landscaping you know i didn't put down rocks in my front yard so you could get off in my backyard you know? Anyway, do these swingers have an app these days? I feel like they should have an app. There should be an app for that. You know? I don't know. This thought the universal signal for swing signal for swingers was to have a hot tub, jacuzzi hot tubs. So that's all I gotta say about that. I will say it's it's allergy season here in the Midwest. For me, I've not suffered from allergies in the past. I am this year, and it's thanks to this tree that's right here over my shoulder is causing most of the problems for me, unfortunately. So I've been on, much on a cacophony of allergy medicine. I'm taking everything, Zyrtec, generic pills, you know, edible gummy bears, whatever it takes right now to get me over the hump, to get me surviving this. And this tree has just been shit. It's our first spring in this house, so I didn't know what I was in for. I didn't know that I even really had tree allergies. So whatever kind of tree this is off here to my right might be enjoying its last spring here on earth before it will rest in pieces i'll burn it in a stick pile i'll burn it in a uh, i'll burn it over a open flame you know what i'm saying show no mercy is my motto around here oh this is a big day in my notes here i will remind you today is the first ever no wipe wednesday urging you guys all to help save the planet by not using any toilet tissue today so if that means you've got a bidet, congratulations. If that means you don't have a bidet, it means that today is the day that your butt will stay kind of sticky. Sticky, sticky, okay? Toilet tissue is the issue. Don't wipe your crack to show Mother Nature that you've got her back. 
That's the motto that we're rolling with. It's a movement. I crack myself up. Okay, <laughs> that's fun. I don't know. I did make a note here about always wanting to be an astronaut. This is true. I want, Just like most kids, I wanted to be an astronaut as a young man. As a youngster, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, Apollo 13 didn't turn out great, but it was an entertaining movie nonetheless. You know, but uh, in fifth grade, there was a big NASA push to kind of engage the youth a little bit to get people excited about NASA. So they brought around space ice cream to, to the classroom to have us taste the space ice cream. And I will say that um, it was disgusting. Styrofoam ice cream was all the reason that I needed to void my dreams of space travel. I decided that Earth was the place for me. I don't need to go thousands of miles up into the lower atmosphere, risk life and limb for bad ice cream. They got great ice cream right down the street at the Baskin Robbins, at the Dairy Queen, at the gelato stand. Anything is superior. Frozen yogurt, dare I say, is superior to the styrofoam ice cream that NASA was shilling out. They thought it would be a fun little outreach program. Reach out to the youth, get them excited, feed them some ice cream. Fed us crap. And I never wanted to be an astronaut another day since then. So fifth grade rest in peace to my nasa dreams what else just got back from a big golf trip with the boys went down to misery um, sorry missouri and um spent three days down there golfing seven guys in an airbnb it was fun it was just um the right speed you know it's pretty funny to watch how guys unwind from the day-to-day -day life with their family when they get kind of turned loose on their own reconnaissance without their wife or their kids or any of their standard obligations. It's just kind of funny to see what behaviors people divert to. Um, and uh, Missouri is a weed legal state, so that was kind of the general situation that everybody kind of diverted to. There was a hot tub. It's always funny. Um, who's going to get in the hot tub first? How many dudes can be in the hot tub at once? Um, and... Uh, just how awkward it gets. No, it was funny, but it's, it's always funny. You get like two or three guys in there and uh, somebody's making a comment. You know, just a bunch of dudes in a hot tub. That's what the wives are missing out on right now. They wonder how crazy it's getting down here in Missouri. And it's uh, a bunch of high dudes in a hot tub laughing our butts off. So we had a great time. I will say about Airbnbs that if you are looking for a nice, relaxing way to spend time with friends, um, it's wonderful. There's no better way to conclude a trip in an Airbnb than a 7 a.m. to-do list, trying to organize a bunch of dudes who have been unwound for the past few days to do a checklist of chores is the perfect relaxing way to conclude any trip. So, since my sarcasm if you must so the nice thing about a hotel believe it or not they have people who will clean it for you so if you like to do the dishes airbnb is for you you've forgotten about the mundane things of everyday life like taking out the trash or running a load of laundry there's no better way to stay in touch with the real world than airbnb so a lot of people will be 
you know, trying to organize the guys. And there's a sleeping guy. You know, there's a couple guys that are really focused on the list. You'll have one guy on his phone typing down notes about how funny it is, about how people, about the guys trying to uh, get some work done at the Airbnb. So that was a hot mess, but it was our mess and it was fun nonetheless. So let's see. The NBA Finals, the NBA Conference Finals are here, which is very exciting. I've been really plugged into the Conference Finals, to the um, playoff in general. I'm excited about the Heat, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Ball Game, Jimmy Bacon and Eggs, Jimmy Biscuits and Gravy, Jimmy Fiddlesticks. They call him Jimmy Fiddlesticks because that's what he has you doing after your NBA season is over. Home, twiddling your thumb, saying off oh, Fiddlesticks. Jimmy Ball Game. So he, uh, if you can't tell, I'm excited about Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jokic, Jokic dropped big points on the Lakers last night in the first game of the conference finals, the Western Conference Finals. And talk about a guy who really gets no attention at all. One of the best players on planet Earth. It's really, Dan Patrick said it this morning, there's just not the amount of highlights that garner the attention that he deserves. You know, a guy like John Morant, the now much maligned John Morant, is just um, made for this era, you know, made for this era. And Jokic is, um, is like a bygone. He's very modern, though, the big man that can shoot the three, nailed the big long three at the end of uh, the third quarter, the step back over Anthony Davis, you know. So he's got, that's like a modern flair to his game, but he's also got the bounce pass. He's got that mid-range jumper, you know. He's, um, it's like a hybrid of a fundamental, you know, the big fundamental, maybe like Tim Robinson, Tim Duncan, um, and um, Tim Robinson, He's so old, I forget his name. I know it's Tim Duncan. Why think? Robinson. The Admiral. I hope I got his first name right. I hope I'm not floundering the whole thing on a, on a bad first name. So, regardless, I'm pulling for Denver, I guess, begrudgingly. I, I mean, part of me is like, okay, I want LeBron to get there just because it's fun to witness the LeBron chatter and all this. And... But I do have this take. I will share you share this with you about LeBron. I think it will become mainstream here in, let's just put a time frame on it, within the end of the decade. It's 30, it's uh, 23 right now. I say by the end of LeBron's career and a little bit beyond that, which will be the end of the decade, I think he'll get a few more years here. But I think it'll become mainstream opinion that LeBron was on performance-enhancing drugs, and that's how he was able to elongate his career. I know that kind of comes off as a hot take right now, but I think that as we look at these outliers of performance throughout history, very rarely is somebody able to perform this great this long in their career. And is it just because LeBron has some freakish, never-before-seen ability? He certainly does. But the longevity, father time, as they say, is undefeated. So I think it will become mainstream. I think it will become a mainstream opinion that LeBron James was on some sort of cocktail of performance-enhancing drugs that helped him elongate his career and put up some of these great, impressive career numbers. There's taking nothing away from LeBron. Um, but, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. I think that that will become a mainstream opinion. I did come to you with another 
hot take several months ago. This wasn't exactly hot, in my opinion. It was pretty much right there in front of us. I think that there will be a major scandal, refereeing-wise, um, player-wise, in college. And some of that's already come to light here in Iowa. Teams... Uh, on both the Iowa and Iowa State program have had players with gambling um, allegations that are being investigated by the Department of Department of Criminal Investigation. Younger players, I guess players too young to be gambling in general, have been found to be placing bets. But this was all small money and it was all on other sports, kind of one step removed to my knowledge. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, big money, will be affecting these referees as the NIL becomes a major factor and a lot of people have a lot and a lot of people are feeling undervalued that's kind of the perfect storm kind of the that's the recipe for a lot of these things to happen so you'll see that and it'll be unfortunate and then we'll have to adjust and keep moving but um, yeah so mark my words on that Let's see what else we've got here. I think the Popecast is going pretty well today. I'm feeling good about this. I like to be outdoors. The tree is not making me sneeze. This uh, this uh, new uh, mixture of allergy medicine is holding it down for me, I think. So, let's see. Oh, the thing about cleaning... Here's one. This is a note that I made right over there in the kitchen the other day. The thing about cleaning when there's a toddler watching is that you're really just giving them a list, a mental checklist of places that they should mess up. Oftentimes, it's just seconds later. My kid just follows me around. It's gotten to the point that I won't do dishes and put things away in the lower cabinets these days if he's watching me because it just reminds him that these little doors open, you know, and you can't get mad at him about it. Um, we don't, with this child, we decided to not lash all the cabinets shut for whatever reason. My wife has a philosophy about this, and I'm on board with whatever parenting decisions that she wants to make. You know, um, but I will say it's a pain in the butt to have to pick up all the Tupperware off the kitchen floor every day. She says that he'll eventually just grow tired of it. I don't know if that's the case. I hope it is. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're a toddler and you've got all these little doors all around the kitchen that are basically like custom sized little doors made just to fit your small stature, you're going to want to open them. You're going to want to investigate. You're going to want to check it out. So the kid cannot be to be to blame here. That's for sure. But uh, we're just going to make it through. Let's see. Oh, golf. Here's something about golf. Everyone hates top flight golf balls. It's a, like a running joke. People will pick up any golf ball they find maybe instead of a top flight golf ball. Um, this is even a golfer like myself who essentially is a top flight golf ball. You know, the best golfers in the world could be a Bridgestone or a, certainly a Titleist golf ball. All the other golf ball brands. And then there's me, too good for a top flight golf ball when I essentially am the top flight golf ball of golfers. So... Put that in your, uh, put that on the tee and smack it down the fairway, why don't you? We've had a very fun new program coming on to the YouTube channel, which has been a great success. Thanks for tuning in. We've had Dumb Guy versus Google, where me, Dumb Guy, will attempt to tell you what I think something is. Like I did, what do you think is a blue sky? What causes the blue sky? And then I'll go on, I'll say what I think, whatever dumb thing that comes to my mind, and then I'll go on Google. And then we'll see what Google has to say about it. So Dumb Guy versus Google is a new series that's been pretty fun to watch unfold. I'm excited about where it's going. There's been lots of uh, lots of growth on the channel. As they say, the numbers really back it up. I hate the numbers, but here we are. Let's see here. There's a note entitled, Reasons Babies and Dogs Are Similar. Only one thing under the tab is that the fake throw trick works on both of them. 
You do that, the dog goes running, thinks you threw something. Found out that works with my toddler as well. So that's fun. That is good fun. Let's see what else we got going on. Oh, this is good. I was talking about one of the most, one of the jobs that I've got that I've been so unqualified for. You ever been so unqualified for a job that you apply for? Maybe you fudge a little bit of the facts on the resume. Maybe you embellish a little bit here and there because the bottom line is the dollar amount is the one that you're after. The job, you'll figure it out. Now, the uh, problem here is when you end up with that job. And then you're, then you just got to figure it out. This happened to me when I was younger. I was working, I was probably working at a restaurant or maybe at a call center or something along those lines. And um, I found a job. It was for a fitness repair company to travel around and fix fitness equipment. And the dollar amount was like twice of whatever I was making at the time. So. I hustled right in there, I got the interview set up, I went in there, I said all the right things. Do you have experience? Oh yeah, I've got experience, I can do this. Um, and I ended up getting the job, lo and behold. And I was stoked about it, came with a car, a little computer to run around, and it was a fully free job, so I would just like show up, I would get my work list on the computer, I would get the parts, I'd pick up the parts at a warehouse, and I'd just be gone to make my own schedule and kind of do my own thing. It was the dream of a job, and the paycheck, like I said, was the main reason I was there. But I got hired, and uh, leaving the interview, he goes, okay, you've got the job. I need you to go up out of town over here and replace a mower on a, or sorry, replace a motor on a treadmill. And so I had to go do it. I had to figure it out. And I walked out of that meeting, and I text my dad. I called him, and I said, hey, um, we got a guy weed whacking here, weed whacking in the park. So anyway, I called my dad, and I hope that doesn't affect the quality too much or your enjoyment of this great story. Um, I called my dad and I said, hey dad, I got this job fixing, fixing uh, treadmills. I need to go replace a motor on this treadmill up in Cambridge, Iowa. Of all the times, I've never seen this happen before. I hope it's not, like I said. So anyway, I've got to replace the motor on this treadmill and I need some tools. So I had to go to my dad's house and bum a bunch of tools off and build up a toolbox and get all these tools and drive up there to the house and I'm pretty sure I probably YouTubed it you know how to replace a mower a motor on this treadmill and I got up there and um, the whole family was gathered around they were all watching me you know they were all watching for some reason they were all down in the basement so I thought that I would just have this like private moment where I could consult my phone and figure it out but there was like grandkids down there grandparents the whole shebang and everybody was for some reason very interested in this. So I had to pull off this job with no experience, with tools that I had just acquired half an hour earlier. Had to figure out how to get it done. And you know what, I kept that job for like five years. And I figured out how to do it, um, all because of the paycheck and the freedom. So those were two things that I really needed to be successful, the paycheck and the freedom. But um, yeah, the moral of the story is, you know, sometimes it doesn't hurt to lie a little bit. If the ends justify the means. Two weed whackers in the park back here. We got a big city park right behind the house, and we got two weed whackers back here just whacking the shit out of some weeds. So the funny uh, conclusion to that treadmill job story is that I was showing my dad my toolbox a year or so later. You know, I'd been through, traveled multiple states, fixed full gyms, done all sorts of work. And he pulled up this gallon Ziploc bag out of my toolbox. And he said, what are all these 
nuts and bolts and screws and washers and parts you got here. What's going on with these? And I said, oh, that's, um, these are just all the pieces that have been left over after every job I've done. So that was kind of a fun anecdote there that will come to you right as the, um, right as the audio, right as the weed whackers who have so derailed me and my thoughts have come to a conclusion. So my name is Ian Pope. This has been the Popecast. Now here, I'm going to do one more. I'll do one more. We can't end on a uh, can't end on weed whacker story here. I'm flying on a private jet next month. I'm very excited about that. I can't give you guys any details about that, but I'm going to Idaho, and it's going to be an experience of a lifetime, an experience of a lifetime. So we've gone through everything, and oh, I want to end on a good one for you guys. All right, we got a landscape goat. A landscape goat, the greatest landscaper of all time, or the landscaper that gets blamed for all the problems. This is Ian Pope. This has been the Pope.